Hi everyone, welcome to Women Leaders Rising podcast. I'm Lav Chintapalli, and this is our space where we explore the big question. How do women professionals like us, who are dedicated to bringing forth our gifts and talents, rise up to lead with confidence and create impact in our careers, so we can live a life of joy, success, and purpose? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hey everybody, Lav Chintapalli here. Welcome to the Women Leaders Rising podcast. So today was a rough day for me. It started out with some bad news and it just became like snowballed from there. And, um, and uh, you know, if anybody, anybody here has any experience of sometimes mothering someone elder to yourself, you know what I'm talking about. So my mother and I have always had an interesting history. Uh, my father passed away when I was very young, like seven, eight years old, um, seven, oh, seven years old, turning almost eight. And, and she was very young. She was 25. At, but all the attention at that time turned to her. Like people were really sad for her. And I think when I grew up, people even forgot I existed. So I just kind of grew up, but, you know, but the attention was not quite on me. If the attention was on me, it's just to make sure that I followed rules, that I didn't upset her. So I ended up, I think, catering to her, bending and moving uh, so that uh, I could, I, I don't cause ripples, right? And, um, and being very empathetic and being and being who I am, I think I've always overextended myself in this understanding phase, right? I, I think I, I somehow grew up with the idea of uh, the Gandhi's principle, like if somebody somebody's hit you on one, you know, turn your cheek, turn the other cheek, right? If somebody hits you on one cheek, turn the other cheek so you don't hit back. So that's how I grew up and that's how I've lived my life. But there comes a point when you have to establish boundaries, right? It, it gets to be over too much where they just take and take. And if you know, if you've had experience with established boundaries within a relationship that has been a certain way for decades and you start establishing boundaries, it doesn't always go well because now they're like, what are you doing? Like, why are you being so mean? Like, what are you, you know, why are you... Um, so against me, like, why don't you like me? It all becomes all about them because now you've started establishing boundaries saying it doesn't work this way anymore. So, so that's been my story (laughs) with my mom. And today was just a really bad day. And, um, you know, when I get upset and when it's just, when a day is just not right, we all have different ways of dealing with it, right? How do you come back to center? And I always talk about coming back to center because things in our environment, things around us upset us. They constantly seek to upset us. We get upset or or we're shocked or, you know, whatever it is by the news, by people in our family, like it's endless, right? The, the stimulation we receive on a day-to-day basis is, is literally endless. So how do you then come back to your own center 
when everything around you seeks to move you away from your center. It, then it all depends on how far away from your center have you moved or has the situation caused you to move. Now, if we're like the Dalai Lama or we're at that level, we don't even move from our center because regardless of what happens around us, we are so centered that you know it doesn't affect us as much. But I don't know about you, I'm not there at that level yet. So no matter, but not many people, I have to say, move me from my center because I can be, but then there are certain things and certain situations, certain people that just are there to help us grow, right? So that's the whole, that's the whole point and that's the way it works. So when that happens, the only way I can really sort of calm down and, and calm my emotions, calm my mind, and understand that I am still whole, that I am still good. And, you know, then we come back to our own self-worth and our old self-love um, is, to me, I do that by reading books, but I don't read any books. I lean towards philosophy and I, re- and, and I lean towards spirituality. Those anchor me. Those remind me that there is much more to this world and there's much more to this existence really than our everyday computer crashes than our everyday bickering that happens with people right so there's so much more that we don't realize and that we need to focus on that that can and can and do does anchor us if we can spend some time focusing beyond ourselves and beyond our everyday lives and everyday people so so therefore, I when stuff like this happens, I always go back to reading uh, spiritual books. And today, it's just I read this story, and I'm going to read it out to you. It's by um, it's it's a book by Lex Hickson, and it's called Great Swan Meetings with Ramakrishna. Ramakrishna was a sage and a devotee uh, from India. Uh, he had um, he was known to have really close, let's say, encounters with God or the spirit of the divine of the universe, where he almost lived in altered states when that happened. So Lex Hickson went and stayed with Ramakrishna for a while, and the book is about his encounters with that sage. So I'm going to read a story, okay? And this is what Ramakrishna is narrating to us. So here it is. Water remains water, whether it stands still or breaks into waves. The divine reality remains exactly the same when one is silent and when one speaks. Relax your mind a moment and consider this parable. A guru teaches his disciple that every being and event is simply God. The ardent disciple, while walking home meditating on this truth, encounters a mad elephant. The elephant driver, who's completely lost control of the animal, shouts to all who are in the way, warning them to run. But the stubborn disciple refuses to deviate from his path. He continues his contemplative exercise, regarding himself as God and the elephant as God. The crazed beast picks up this foolish man with its trunk and dashes him to earth. So the guru, famous for his healing powers, is called to revive this unconscious victim. After certain prayers are recited and holy water is sprinkled, the young man regains consciousness. 
He is surprised to find his guru gazing at him. When asked why he did not run from such evident danger, he replies, Why should I run? My guru, you teach that all beings and events are God. I have implicit faith in your inspired words. The master then addresses his immature disciple, But my child, why did you fail to heed the words, the inspired words of the elephant driver, who is also God? So, I think it's kind of funny, you know, if you think about it, because here's this young disciple who's like, you know, my guru, who he believes so much, said that everything is God, so therefore the elephant is God and won't do anything to him, and then obviously he's killed, he's revived, but, and then the guru reminds him that, well, the elephant driver told you to move out of the way, if everything is divine, then so is he, right? So what does that even mean to us? I think one thing is that there's divinity in everything, right? Even a blade of grass, which we kind of know and we understand uh, that there's value in everything and there's divinity in everything. But I think it also, to me, what I take away from this is there's there's belief, but then there's also, I think, like it, it's logic. Like you still have to, you can't be as blind and believe something so blindly, but you also have to use a certain amount of logic and you have to bring your own um, human thought to situations. So I think, I think this is really interesting to me because sometimes I think we, like I think the example I gave where I was like, oh, I grew up with thinking I'm going to be very Gandhi-like. I'm going to turn the other cheek, even if somebody insults me, which I did a lot, which most of my life I was, I was very um, passive, right? It's not, and, and even now, I, I don't know how I would react, but, um, but maybe what I should have done is learn to correct them in a, not not be angry, right? But learn to correct them in a better way, which which I'm learning, which I'm doing now, because I've learned to have stronger boundaries. But that's the whole thing of where we decide, because we learn a thing, because our parents or somebody says you have to be good, and then we define what good is for us, and then we live our life that way because we have bought it hook, line, and line and sinker, right? So we completely bought that thing. We don't even question it as to the validity of it or when should we use it and when should we not use it. And, you know, I'm sure there's something in your life that you lean into for something like this where, you know, and, and so you, you can look back and reflect on it saying, is there anything in your life where you've completely accepted it, where maybe you should go, hmm, okay, I've done it this way until now, but going forward, is that still the right way? Or is there time and place for it, right? So, um, so there. That's uh, today's moment of truth and uh, moment of clarity for you that you can take away and sort of think about it. And um, and I always like to share my own stories and my own learnings because we all learn from each other. And um, you know, when hearing somebody else's reflection, reflection or reflective points, I think we also go oh, I see myself in there, or I've I've just learned something in there, or, you know. So I'm always, I like to share my stories, and that's part of the whole learning process for you. And I hope you get 
something out of this and um and yeah so if you haven't as a, as a roundup um as as part of the whole growing and learning process if you haven't signed up for the women leaders rising summit which is clocking down fast it's only a week and a half left make sure you go to summit.womenleadersrising.com and you get to listen to so many more stories by so many more men and women who've shared their personal stories and their personal struggles and wins and losses so that we can all benefit, so we can all learn and understand that, you know, in the end, we're all the same. We all have the same issues. We're all struggling along the same lines. So therefore, in a good way, we're all traveling the same way, right? So there's strength in numbers and we know this camaraderie because we are all traveling the same way. So as always, thank you for listening. And if you really like this podcast, do share it with a friend and I will talk to you soon. The one thing I want you to take away is that you are powerful beyond measure. Head over to womenleadersrising.com to get the resources to support you on your journey. Your future awaits. So let's get started.